Hello, my name is Rick. Ciao, my name is Millie. And this is episode 26 of, of season two of Yonks Ago. This is Yonks Ago, coming into your ears. Now what are Yonks? They're kind of like years. Just a father and a daughter who want to know all about some people from Yonks Ago. Interesting people who did interesting stuff, but about whom we don't know enough. So we're gonna dig deep and find it all out. Yonky doodlers know what we're all about. Yonks Ago! Hey! Ho! Hey! Yonks Ago! Happy New Year, everybody. 2020, am I right? Yes. Uh, I mean, we technically, we're recording this. Bro. Still, still 2019. We're in the past. Yeah. Like, Chuck has, bro, bro. Yeah. I, I won't be hearing this podcast until next year. This podcast I, is time traveling. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Um, but we're recording 2019. Very last day. Very last yeah. chance. Um, it's a sunny afternoon. Uh, and And we <gasps> throw back. We're back in the garage. Are we back in the garage? Where it all began. No. Our long-time Yonky Doodlers will we'll know. know. <gasps> Jigs. Oh, oh. Last of the year, come on. <laughs> when we first, uh, you know, when we first started this Yonks yeah, Ago journey. Well, I was trash. Back we when were, I was trash. We were podcast bebets. Yeah. No, uh, you weren't. No, I, I, you had experience on your reg- resume. Bloody veteran. <laughs> bloody veteran. <laughs> Multi-podcast veteran. Oh, but you were a bebet. No. Oh, yeah. Well. No, yeah, I and, was. <laughs> and our combination was a bebe in the woods. Yeah. Uh, we were fledglings, just um, just here for a chat. Yeah. Uh, here if you need. Here if you need. Um, and um, it started, we used to come all the way out to uh, our friend's house in Mulgrave. Yeah. In their garage. Yeah. And that's where we recorded a, a good deal of the first season. Yeah. The whole oh, first? The whole, the whole of it. I can't remember when we reckon, moved to the kitchen. I reckon it was the whole of it. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, uh, it was. I remember recording the last episode in here. Absolutely. So, all of season one was recorded in this garage in Mulgrave, yeah. but then we got- Throwback, if you haven't listened to season one, go listen to season one. It's a bit of a banger. It's worth it. Yeah. I mean, speaking of throwbacks- I mean, if you don't know anything about Ned Kelly, which you probably do know yeah. at least one thing, but if you want to know more than at least one thing, yeah, how can you get more than at least- I don't know, but uh. if, but if you know only facts about Ned Kelly as well, perhaps oh, you want to know some yeah. stuff that's not technically factual. But probably is. But adds fact- to the story. Yeah. Yeah, like Unless, who's to say? Yeah, exactly. Who's to say? Like, you, you can't know that that's not the truth. No. No one can tell us what's what. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so that all happened in this garage, and then we got high tech. Oh, bro. We rec- we uh, got our hands on some secondhand equipment. Yeah, man. And we set the kitchen up ready to go. You know, didn't even have to drive that far. Yeah. We didn't even have to get in the car. No. Just a quick stroll to the kitchen from just, the living room. I just have to wander into the living room and say, Literally. hey, Milster. <laughs> Literally. Are you ready to podcast? Get amongst it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, look, it's the final day of the year and yeah, we've man. come out here for an end of year celebration. Yeah. We thought while we're here. I mean, we may as well. We'll Just bang out an episode. I mean, it's like the good old days. Yeah, throwback. Um, So, we must have started this podcast in 2019 because I feel like this is the first New Year's we've been through. Yeah. Um, But this will be, I mean, after. It was early in the year, but. But this episode comes out in 2020. Yeah. uh, And so, that will make this podcast multi yearal, multi decadal. Yeah, multi decadal. Yeah. (laughs) We're spanning the eons. Bro, this podcast Mm. will be alive. For more than one decade. One one day this podcast will be, uh, we will be people from yeah. Yonks ago. You and I. Yo. 
will be yonks. It could be like, remember that podcast from last decade? Yeah. Yonks ago. <laughs> yonks ago. And then we can do, someone can do a podcast about our podcast. They can. Oh, be like, oh, this, this old ass friggin'. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the word for. Retro? No. Prehis- pre- the, the, uh, the dinosaurs? Prehistoric? Yeah. I thought, uh, you are nearly you, there, yeah, man. Yeah. Those, that prehistoric podcast that yeah. was last decade. Yeah. Yeah. That's us. Yeah. That didn't really come out the way I wanted to. But hello, <laughs> anyone in the future who's listening to this as some yeah. sort of throwback, some sort yeah. of retro listening well, to I old mean, people talk about old people? Could, wait, no, 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 no. For our listeners who. Like live in America, for example, this yes. will still come out in 2019 for them. Oh, true. So I mean, for our New Zealand and Australian listeners, yeah, <laughs> New Zealand and Australian Yonkey Doodlers, yeah. shout out to 2020. Yeah, all of our American uh, Yonkey Doodlers. Uh, still, it's apologies. according to my watch, it's still 2019. Well, any of the American Yonkey Doodlers who listen to it. As soon as it gets released. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, a lot of them would listen to it eventually. Yeah, exactly. Like a couple of days later. They'll be like, bro, this is 2023. Yeah. What are you talking about? So basically, we've caused a lot of confusion yeah. and we apologize. Yeah. But happy new year to anyone who it's relevant to. Yeah. Uh, and anyone that's not, suck it up. Yeah. All right. It's coming. Yeah. Or it's been. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Time's irrelevant when you're a podcaster. Why do we keep clinging to Don't, old no. notions of time when no, we're no. podcasting? People can listen to this whenever. Exactly. We're not the boss of you. No. Uh, but look, we left uh, the last episode of Nancy Wake's journey. How do we a leave it? Bit of a cliffhanger. What? Ha- oh, she had gotten true. all her plans in place to, mm. to um, spring Garrow out of jail. Her yep. old friend, almost like a brother, yeah. was Ian Garrow to her. <laughs> almost like a brother. I'm, I'm reframing yeah, yeah. the narrative oh, yeah. to try yeah. to get you yeah. on board, Garrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like big brother Ian Garrow, <laughs> uh, someone she trusts as a brother, yeah. uh, has been caught in jail. Sent to the concentration camp. Yeah. Is looking like he's on death's door. Yeah, literally. Um, essentially. Not looking that great. Yeah, they're not feeding him. They're <laughs> no. not looking after him. Garrow is not long for this like earth. Like, if, if you turn to the side, yeah. you wouldn't see him. So, she set herself up as a cousin, yeah. Garrow's cousin, which makes sense because they're like I mean, brother and sister like anyway. Brother and sister anyway. Yeah, so, exactly. cousins is, makes sense. Exactly. Um, and so she started visiting him. On She's moved into the area. On the daily. She's visiting regularly, <laughs> trying to suss out. Which of the guards might be bribable? Because she yeah. heard a rumour Yeah, someone in this organisation is definitely bribable. Because his name is literally Mr. Bribe. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Bribe. Hair Bribe. Yeah. Uh, that was go. it. Yeah. Hair Bribe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she's, she hung out there letting everyone know that she's pretty well off and is yeah. willing to do whatever it takes to get her cousin and out of jail. And she's rich. Yeah. Super Bro. rich. In fiction and in reality. Literally. Like her cover story will hold water because yeah, she man. can get a hold of sweet, sweet Henri funds. Also, also can lie. Yeah, loves a lie. Does not get anxious at all. No. Does not get nervous. Do you think she gets nervous? You're bloody dreaming. <laughs> she's never heard of that. <laughs> if if Nancy Wake is nervous in front of you, it's because she's pretending to be yeah. nervous for some reason. Like yeah. that it's her lie. Yeah, exactly. And she's trying to achieve so something by pretending sucks. to be nervous. Because yeah. she ain't nervous, bro. No. She doesn't get nervous. It's not in her nature. No. It's not in her DNA. Yeah. Forget exactly. about it. Um, and so, and then, and then she gets a secret message dropped at her feet. Yeah. A cyclist, cycles by, drops a note wrapped in a stone, says, meet me at the bridge if you want to get your cousin out of jail. So she's like, well. She turns up at the bridge. No one shows. What? No one's there. Stood up on the bridge. But oh. we suspect someone was just checking her out. Someone was just like, sus. Someone how, was, yeah, sussing her out. Yeah. Getting a sense of her. And, this, and then- Sure enough, a couple yeah. of weeks later, she's at a bar. Yeah. She senses a presence, as you do. As you do. Yeah, literally. And it's hair bribe. Oh, turns around. Look who it is. Yeah, and they get talking subtly, just feeling yeah. each other out in a us. conversational sense. Like, yeah. um, uh, you wanting to bribe me? Yeah, uh, I'm wanting to bribe you. Will do, you get? Can I? Do you want your cousin out? Yes, I want my cousin out. Do you have 
wants yeah. money. And they work <laughs> out, yeah, all he wants, all Hair Bribe wants is yeah. a bribe, a massive bribe. Yeah. Well, what he thinks is a massive bribe, <laughs> but to uh, <laughs> someone with Henri's access to Henri's money, not that bad. No. Uh, I mean, and did she you hear has that to, Henri does business? Yeah. She has to organise <laughs> a uniform. That's that's the yeah. transfer money to this guy. Get this, get this hair bribe some cash yep. and organise a, a uniform from the prison, like a guard's uniform. Make it really small, though, because Ian Garrow, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. He's real skinty. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that's the deal. And, and hair bribe says, if you give me the money and the uniform, I will get your cousin into the uniform and he can march out as if he's just a guard who works here. But what's happened? Uh, and then just what's as they were about happened? to activate it, something happened. And that was where we ended the episode. What's Cliff happened? Bloody Hanger. Bro, we were hanging all the way off that cliff. Uh, let's find out, yeah. shall we? Yes, we shall. Uh, so oh, that's the end of the podcast. Sorry, yeah, no, no <laughs> time. My recap took too long. Yeah. Uh, at first, at first light of dawn on the eighth of November, nineteen forty-two, just as she was about to activate, get Garrow plan. Oh, bro, she was chilling. Uh, One hundred and ten thousand Allied troops. Uh, that's who we're affectionately referring to as the good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the Allied sure. troops. Uh, they yes. land. They hit the beaches of French North Africa under the banner. It was called Operation Torch. Yeah, uh, and they established a beachhead and were pushing eastward, ever eastward, against the German forces. Oh, wow. The operation was a stunning success from the first. And following reports on the BBC, Nancy thrilled to every new breakthrough. There you go. So just as she's about to get Garrow out, there's a huge uh, British, uh, like almost like a counter strike. Yeah. In uh, on the African uh, African shores and French territory. Mm. And um, this is good news for Nancy, but she's this- also like it causes a fracas. Yeah. Uh, cuz yeah. everything everything was kind of in its rhythms. Yeah. Uh, and as a result uh, of this um, strike by the allied troops. What's happened? Well, the Germans who were clearly shocked oh. by this, they sent massive amounts of forces through the uh, the imaginary line that yeah. separated occupied France and free France, and did basically they use, did they use the prisoners? No, they basically just took over the whole country. Like they said, oh. even though they were just pretending that free France was free. Uh, yeah, okay. There wasn't much of a soldier presence. Yeah. you know, it was it was all on the slide. There was just a there was just a vibe of hey, we've conquered you. Yeah, but because of this, they now- sent. Heaps of troops. Bro. Suddenly there is Nazi troops everywhere and basically all of France is now occupied. Yeah, man. They're not they're not even pretending no. about free France no more. Bro, free 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 what? What does that mean? Yes. Uh and so the occupation of this was be- bewilderingly swift. Mm. Nancy said it was like one day they weren't there, then all of a sudden, Kazawi, Nazis <gasps> everywhere. Oh no. Uh and so everyone's like, Oh yeah. They're, they're spewing. Yeah. Absolutely spewing. Uh and so now the Vichy government is just clearly just puppets now. They're not even <laughs> yeah. pretending that they're doing anything uh, at all. Uh, and as a result, um, with the Germans now thoroughly occupying France, yeah. the resistance started to feel like they could expect uh, a lot more help from the citizens because Ooh, everyone, yeah. no one, no one could even pretend no. uh, now. So everyone's like, "Yeah, we'll help if we can," mm. which was good. But uh, even more dangerous than the Germans themselves for the resistance at this time and for all the French people yeah. were um, were sort of something was called the Malice, the Malice, mm. the wretched Malice, which was kind of an informal and homegrown occupying army. So the Germans had rounded up, had 
like oh. gotten a whole bunch of French people yeah. to be part of like an army to keep other French people under control. Got it, got it. Like a bunch of ruffians. Yeah. Like low lives basically. Yeah, true, true, true. Thugs. Yeah. Uh, and they were often worse than the Germans. Mm. So the French people being mean to French people was where the real trouble Cannibalism. was. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and when this full occupation happened, they wanted to boost the numbers. Um, so they rounded up as many lowlifes as they could. And then when they didn't quite have enough people to fill this sort of yeah. homegrown army, they went and they got prisoners. Yeah. People yeah. who were in jail. Yeah. Basically, they said, well, look, you can stay. You can stay in the jail if you like. Or, I oh. mean, I know you're in here for murder. You've, you've killed a lot of uh, <laughs> your fellow French people. You can stay in jail. Or would you like to come and be a soldier oh. in the malice? <laughs> it's a fun times. We give you some soda pop. Um, <laughs> and all the people in jail are like, that sounds sweet. Yeah, bro. Uh, and so they got lots of like hardened criminals, like, yeah. like bad guys, uh, to, to flesh out this, uh, this homegrown army, mm. which uh, in many ways it was the, it was the biggest – Threat to the resistance. Yeah, these because uh, they they also knew they all knew all the secret French ways. Oh, true. Um, so very very A dangerous. Uh, but also, so there's more and more Germans uh, arriving in town. More and more Nazis. Yeah, and their biggest problem because the resistance at this stage, their main. Uh, that Nancy's working with, their main thing is getting people out. Yeah. They're not necessarily trying to... Fight back. Yeah, they're not trying to fight. They're just trying to work in the shadows yeah. and ferry as many people out of France as they can yeah. through the O'Leary line. Uh-huh. Um, and um, so Nancy... So then they're thwarting the, the Germans, but they're not necessarily uh, causing them any, any damage yeah. in, in a True. physical sense. Or um, they're yeah. just scraping some off the top, yeah, rather than sc- digging in. You're right, and scooping up. Exactly right. And in Maasai, the the biggest uh, danger to the Germans was actually again the criminal, the port, the port area where all the hotbed of criminals were. Yeah. So it was all like uh, you know, like uh, criminal gangs and everything yeah. that operated in that area pre-occupied France ah, and all okay. of that. Um, and they they found that a lot of German officers went missing. Whenever they Ooh. went there, like people would go on patrol there, yeah. never come back. That's awesome. Uh, anytime, even the vish, when the uh, the homegrown army, the yeah. um, I can't remember the, the, the malice, the, the malice when the malice went in there, yeah, they'd get stabbed, they'd get, Whoa. they'd get, um, bro. They were saying even on? like you'd be walking upstairs and someone would throw a, like someone would send a cupboard down the stairs to squash Whoa. you. Like there was just all these things That's going hectic. on uh, in this whole. And the Germans eventually were like, no one can go into this suburb. It's no. basically like a death suburb. Yeah. Uh, and so what they did, they said, enough's enough. Uh, you can only push the Nazis so far, but yeah. they say, enough is enough. <laughs> That's it. Full stop. Um, and so one morning they surrounded the entire suburb, the entire yep. port area, and they went house to house and they flushed everyone out. They yep. either arrested them, told them to get nicked or uh, killed them. Yeah. Uh, and then they set the whole suburb on fire. Nice. They burnt that place to the Bro, ground. couldn't do that in Australia. <laughs> no, they said, oh, oh, you, you want to cause trouble? Oh. Suck on this, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's that whole area was no more. Yeah, burnt to the bloody ground. Bro, doesn't exist. Yeah, and now there's like twenty thousand French uh, people out of homes, mm. like displaced. Yeah, so it's all getting pretty hectic in Marseille, and it, and around this stage as well, Nancy's like, oh, I've got to get back onto uh, old mate Garrow, <laughs> big brother. 
He's like a brother to me. Yeah. Um, we have a very sensible platonic. Yeah. Um, oh my God, he reminds me of Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's like, I've got to get him out. Now yeah. we're, we're running out of time. Yeah. I've gotten distracted. But the change, the, the fact that the Germans had come down yeah. threw their plans into disarray a little bit because now the, the, um, the, Uniform. Sorry, that was yeah. the word I'm looking for. The <laughs> uniform that they'd organised. They got the uniform to hair bribe. Yeah. Um, and everything was ready to go. But because the Germans came down and officially occupied that area, uh, all new uniforms. Oh, uh, no. There was a changing of the who was in charge of that prison. Yeah. Whole different uniforms now. The uniform that they organised, useless. Oh, uh, that's so dog. So they had to get to work on a whole new bloody uniform for skinny Whoa. little Garrow. Yeah. Uh, His proportions are all off. Yeah, yeah. it's like a bean pole. Um, and so they get to work on that. Henri, Henri, he's just doing business, just funding it, just funding yeah. it. Henri's happy for with, with Henri's blessing. Yeah. Nancy continued her weekly visits to Garrow uh, in the concentration camp. Um, all right, so this, uh, but the the whole uniform thing just meant a delay in the plans, okay. not a cancellation. Got it. All right, just stick a pin in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so O'Leary himself took charge of fabricating a new uniform. <gasps> the big guns. O'Leary got the old, sewing machine. Got the sewing machine out. The sewing machine. He's like, uh, I've got this. I don't. What's what, what's O'Leary? He was a. Uh, oh, he, he was Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, got I got this. this. <laughs> I've got this. Oh, I got this sewing machine here. Let He's me like, do it. I'll well, do it for him. Yeah, but because because the guy was gonna get angry. Oh, why is it called the O'Leary line? He's be like, bro. I made a uniform like, for I you. I literally made your uniform. You like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> I get to call it the O'Leary line. You get to wear me nice uniform that I made you yeah. and got you out of prison. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so he gets to work on the uniform. Gets the gets the sewing machine out. Yes. The guard with whom Nancy had made contact, hair bribe. Yes. Kept his word and managed to get the uh, managed to sneak the uniform into the nice. prison. At a spot where Garrow could get to it. There you go. And then the upshot of this was that on the evening of the 8th of December, 1942. Here comes. The newly uh, clothed Garrow managed to attach himself to the end of the guard detail that was marching out of prison. <gasps> this is some Wizard of Oz stuff. That is some Wizard I was going to say that. And Lord of the Rings. And Lord of the Rings. I was literally going to say that. It's exactly that. No, that's so sick. Except they didn't go on the end. Lord of the Rings, they went in the middle. Oh, they went in the middle. Yeah. but. Wizard of Oz, they yeah, totally, yeah. They totally went on so Garrow just Wizard of Oz out he, of the. Uh... He Wizard of Oz, bro. <laughs> um, uh, and so, yeah. So, How did they not notice a literal child walking out of the prison? Well, so apparently he's marched, he, he got on the edge, he yeah. got on the end, um, marched out of the prison after the changing shift. And as he was walking past the checkpoint at the exact yeah. moment when they passed a key checkpoint, he blew his nose with a very large handkerchief. Sort of mark cover his face. So as yeah. he's walking, as they're checking everyone, oh. he's like, "A troop!" Oh, and nice. blows right with a big thing. And they're like, "Oh, that poor German soldier <laughs> that we can't quite see. He's definitely allergic to to France." <laughs> and he got out. To baguettes, with a, surely. Um, so he got through the checkpoint, uh, and he was breathing free air for the first time in a year. Oh my god! A little further away, one of O'Leary's men was waiting with a car. And over the next few days, Garrow had the supreme pleasure of being passed from hand to hand over the same escape line that he had personally set up. There you go. Until he reached a safe house on the outskirts of Toulouse. Nice. Where he stayed for over a month. There you go. Because uh, Nancy says they had to fatten him up a bit. Yeah. So that he'd have the strength to get over the Pyrenees. He was a skinny legend. <laughs> yeah. You can't go climbing mountains. No. When you've got no fat on your bones. Literally. 
You're dreaming. You're, you'll freeze. You'll literally. freeze and starve yeah. and get real puffed. Exactly. You get super puffed. Oh, you get so puffed. Mate, I've got a stitch. Yeah. Oh, God. Can we have another rest? Yeah. He's like, oh, should have fattened you up before we left. Exactly. So they learned that lesson already. Because yeah, exactly. this is not their first skinty prisoner that they've tried no. to get through the line. Literally not. Um, and so three weeks after he arrived... When uh, a lot of the mad searching for him had died down, mm. just a lot of Germans going out, excuse me, Mr. Garrow, <laughs> is Mr. Garrow around? <laughs> We're looking for Garrow, Ian Garrow. He sounds really, like, athletic, though. Yeah. Bro. He's is very he... skinny. Oh, is he the single one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Garrow. Oh, yeah, yeah you know it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so the the look for him's died down. Nancy visited him in the safe house, and the two were able to spend a wonderful afternoon together, Ooh. like brother and sister, <laughs> just talking what does it say about. In the book, though? <laughs> yep, that's it. A wonderful afternoon together, just uh, just talking as brother as a brother and sister would. Okay. Um, she says it was marvelous to see him, and he was extremely grateful for everything we've been able to do to get him out, uh, and. Nancy was very proud of their accomplishment and was delighted that after a week, that a week later, he safely made his way across the Pyrenees. There you go. They got Garrow out. Yeah. Mate, she set her mind just, to it. Like, I'm underwhelmed because I, I have no attachment to Garrow I know you all. don't, but they got it. They did get yeah. him out. Well, uh, clap. <laughs> golf clap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then after that, the yeah. early months of 1943 was a blur of activity <gasps> uh, because with all of this, there's... Uh, the war's heating up, bro. obviously. Oh, I forgot about the war. The war, bro. Yeah, the Allied people oh, have striked back. And so the now there's war. yeah, there's war going on and there's more and more action and there's heaps of people they need to shuffle along the line. Yeah, man. Heaps. Bro. Uh, it is going absolutely crazy. But also now there's a lot more. They're not in free France. They're not in free France bro. anymore. Free France doesn't exist. They're just basically uh, they're in occupied France yeah. now and that makes everything a lot harder. But also their operation has had to grow and grow because there's more and more people to shuffle. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the, so the O'Leary line has had to increase in number. Uh, so what had begun as an intimate collection of about 30 people mm. had now grown into an enormous organisation with 250 people throughout there France. There you go. There you um, go. Which is good from a business sense. I mean, Henri would be oh, like, right. oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we are growing at yeah. a rapid rate. This is very good for business. <laughs> Check my graph. Look at this. <laughs> I made a pie chart. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but Nancy points out this meant uh, that even O'Leary was suddenly obliged to rely on people that he didn't actually know very well, oh. making it all the more easy for a traitor yeah. or a Nazi operative to penetrate the network and exactly. betray us. Just as Cole had one had done one that one time. Cole, Cole. <gasps> Jinx. Oh. Oh. You, you know what? We missed out on a chance this whole time. Paul Cole, uh, Cole. We were yeah. calling him Dirty Dog. Yeah. I never referred to him as Dirty Cole. You know how it's probably yeah. over your head, but Dirty Cole would have been the perfect okay. nickname for. Woo! Yeah, you, I mean, you wouldn't have been impressed, but someone out there okay. in in um, a yonky, I'm sorry, Dad. at least one yonky doodler. I'm sorry, doodler, that I don't understand your jokes. At least one yonky doodler <laughs> out there would have gone, "Hey, good one, yeah. Dirty Cole, nailed it." <laughs> but good I just one. referred to him as Dirty Dog has a Cole, like an idiot. Uh, well, all I the mean, all the ingredients so were there <laughs> for me to amuse myself. Okay. Um, well, I'm sorry that you didn't do that, Dad. I've let myself down, and I've let at least one yonky doodle <laughs> down, and for that I apologise. What a way to end 2019 as an utter failure. And the Americans are like, "But we haven't ended it yet. What are you talking about?" Well, almost. <laughs> We've almost ended it. Um, okay. Wait. 
Okay, and I found my spot. And uh, now the problem with all of this increased activity for Nancy was that with all her own increased activity, it became progressively progressively more difficult for her to maintain this facade of her being just, uh, you know, uh, Nancy, fancy Nancy, fancy Nancy Fiocha, yeah. <laughs> uh, who was dedicated to nothing else but frippery. Um, <laughs> in fact, by this time, she had she found out that the Germans were, if not aware of her specifically, yeah. uh, not aware of specifically her activities, they were at least aware of a woman's activities whose description she fitted, and oh. they even had a code name for her. The white mouse, she heard, because of her amazing ability to disappear just when they thought they had her cornered. There you go. Uh, Nancy admits she got a bit of a big head. Um, She thought, awesome, I've got myself a code name in Berlin. I'm the bloody white mouse. (laughs) Nancy, wait, white mouse in it. (laughs) She's looking around going, "You you got a nickname? You got a code name? Oh, no, no. no. Hitler talking about you in the back room? O'Leary's like, like, well, I'm Virgo O'Leary. (laughs) <laughs> and then Virgo O'Leary and yeah. Paul Cole rides by on a, on a I'm Dirty Cole Everyone's like That is a great nickname Shut up Cole You dirty dog <laughs> You dirty dog It's like It's, it's Dirty Cole It's funny oh, Don't worry about it yeah. Should have um, shot you in the head When yeah. I had the chance <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Lesson well learned Shoot Dirty Cole When you get a chance Literally um, There's no room in this world anymore For Dirty Cole No Hey I'm making a statement <laughs> Um and so she's got a name, White Mouse. Yeah, she's man. loving it. She's making badges. She's <laughs> yeah. like getting getting some merch together. She's got tote bags. She's got t-shirts. Uh, she's pretty happy with herself. Yeah. Uh, so she's got herself a nickname. She's stoked. And I think, look, for the end of 2019, I think that's all the time we've got. That's very sick, guys. I swear, didn't we talk about White Mouse like before we did this? And it was like, I, prob- I feel like I've heard that name before. I probably did. Ref- I think yeah. I knew her name was White Mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the White so that's Mouse. That's cool. Um, but now circle. she's official. She yeah. kn- now she knows she's the White Mouse. Yeah. <gasps> She finally found out. Bro, we knew before she knew, and, and she was alive before us. That doesn't make any time sense. Time travel. In my mind. And <laughs> the best, it's the perfect kind of nickname, code name, because she didn't give it to herself. Oh, exactly. But True. You don't, you don't want to have to come up with your no. own nickname. No, that's dumb. It's got to be bestowed upon you yeah. by Hitler himself. Uh, who came up with your nickname, Dad? I don't got none. Uh, Go on. Give me uh, one now. Rick Explosive. Oh, well, there's a difference between nicknames and like- Downtown Brown. Online Online usernames. No, that's a nickname. Um, you, uh, Ricky. Um, well, that's clearly it's just my name. Rick, really. you chose Rick. Well, I mean, sure, it's not really a nickname, though, <laughs> is just, it? You just just be like, no. I mean, variations on your own name. I'm right. Aren't necessarily nicknames, nah. are they? You want nah. something that's detached from your actual name? Okay. Like the white mouse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You are. No, I yeah, you can't one. fake yeah. it. You can't yeah. force yeah. a nickname. You can't sit around and brainstorm a nickname. No. It just has to happen. No. And when it happens, you feel it and everyone goes, yes. Yeah. That's my name. What would my nickname be, Dad? Um, What about parachute pants? Huh. I, w- I would never like skydive, though. Yeah, or wear parachute pants. That's why it's so good. <laughs> yeah. True, because no one would guess it was me. It's like, well, like, what? Like, like oh, it can't be Nancy. No. She, no. What? She likes to party. Yeah. What? Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, so maybe that's our quest for 2020. Yeah. Is to somehow organically earn a nickname. Exactly. Yonky Doodlers, if you're out there and you're nicknameless, uh, I don't know how. It's it's kind <laughs> of like um, it's like a magic eye puzzle. If you try to see it, you'll it'll never happen. Yeah. You've just got to allow it to somehow come into focus. Your nickname. Yeah. 
uh, and then it will be, and yeah. you'll and you'll you'll be stuck with it forever. And you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thanks, Yonky Doodlers. I uh, hope you've had a pleasant 2019. Yeah. I know we have. We've learned about Ned Kelly. Yeah. And wait, can I say something? If, if Dad did an Irish accent in this podcast, yeah. if you liked it, go back to season one. Because, Se- bro, there's tons of Irish accents in that one. Where the Irish accents were so relevant. Bro. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Yeah. The only one who's got an Irish accent in this one is O'Leary. Oh, yeah. And he's. Uh, O'Leary is just his fake name that he took on because exactly. he's a Belgian doctor. Exactly. I'm not doing a Belgian accent, not for O'Leary. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No. If you take on the name, you take on the accent. Exactly. That's the O'Leary way. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's how he earned himself a whole escape line Yeah. that he stole from old mate Garrow. Who oh, did he though? was like a brother. He was like a brother. He was like a brother. To Nancy Wake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I think that's all the time. That is all the time. Um, I could keep talking until no more time. it's 2020. It's literally 2020 right now. We've run out of time. We blew it. Oh, dang it. Uh, uh. Anyway, <laughs> I regret all my life choices. Yeah. But I also embrace them. Okay. Uh, that's my, that's my, um, my that two-step plan. Regret, yeah. embrace. Oh, regret, yeah. embrace. It's just a constant yeah. process of regret and embrace. Mm. And that is your recipe for success. And also your recipe for soup. <laughs> cool. Um, but please join us. Uh, you're looking at me to end the episode because that's what I normally do, and I've forgotten how to clearly. But I'm going to remember. Uh, if not now, then I will surely remember how to do it in some other episode of Youngs Ago. Happy New Year! <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It's a pretty good fireworks display for free. You're welcome. Do you have to pay for it? (laughs) True. true. Yeah. yeah.